Everything looked as perfect as it could for what might be their final family meal together. They hadn't all been together since Arthur and his wife Madeline had celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary last month. The happiest, most perfect couple had been toasted and spoiled by friends and family at a lavish party thrown by their two children, Elizabeth and Patrick. Today, Arthur had been up since 6am pacing the house. It had been another long night of broken sleep. Every time he managed to close his eyes, a new scenario entered his head, jolting him from his light doze with no mercy. He had eventually given up on finding any comfort in the single bed he now occupied. It had been two weeks, but he wasn't going to complain to Madeline. His new double bed was ordered. It wouldn't be much longer until it arrived. He had spent much of the day in a bit of a daze, frequently glancing at the clock as he counted down the hours until dinner. Madeline smiled softly as she appeared in the doorway between the kitchen and the dining room. She was every bit as beautiful as when Arthur had first met her. His father, then mayor of Northbridge, had been particularly excited to present his son to Madeline and her father, William Montgomery. The Montgomery family were practically royalty to the people of Northbridge. Arthur could still hear his mother clearly. Money follows money, and the Montgomerys are money. Arthur imagined what his now deceased father and father-in-law would make of what he was about to do. After all these years, the thought still made his stomach churn. Everything's almost ready, Madeline said. She walked over and stood beside her husband. It all looks perfect. Arthur smiled. I can't thank you enough. I wouldn't be doing this without you. Don't worry. Once tonight is over, it's a whole new beginning. She grabbed his hand and gave it a tight squeeze before returning to the kitchen. He knew she was right. He told himself the exact same thing. This was the moment he'd been waiting for. There was no turning back now. He pulled out the chair closest to him and sat down. He could feel his heart beating faster. Arthur closed his eyes and concentrated on his breathing. In. Out. In. Out. The bright headlights lit up the dining room as the clock chimed the quarter hour. Arthur heard a car door slam shut. Elizabeth's heels confirmed her arrival on the other side of the dining room door before she pushed it open. It was impossible not to smile when Elizabeth entered a room. Arthur had always known she was destined for greatness. Even as a child, she captivated people with her confidence and outgoing personality. That confidence had served her well as she'd gone on to a successful career as a journalist. She was now well known for her opinion columns. Once she was old enough to realise that her mum was the editor of the local newspaper, she'd been determined to follow in her footsteps. Arthur and Madeline didn't always agree with her opinions, but they knew that they'd raised someone to stand firm behind what she believed in, even if this did occasionally lead to some tense discussions over the dinner table. Hello, Daddy, she said, striding across the room to embrace Arthur. She kissed him on the cheek before sitting down on the chair next to him. Where's Mum? Uh, she's in the kitchen, putting the finishing touches to dinner. It all smells amazing. So what's all this in aid of? Arthur felt his chest tighten as he forced his mouth into a small smile. Oh, 
Nothing to worry about. It's just nice to spend some quality time together. Anyway, how is everything at home? Oh, you know what the girls are like, she sighed, happily latching onto Arthur's change of subject. It was Teddy's first day at the post today. He still wasn't home when I left, but I take that as a good sign. How do you think he'll get on? He's such a talented writer, just like his mum and grandmother. I know it and you know it, Dad. I hope this helps him realise it and gives him some direction in life again. Calling in a favour like this isn't easy, especially when he's refused it so many times. Don't push him too hard, Lizzie. He said yes, eventually. Let him find his own way, like we let you. Arthur poured himself a glass of water from the jug in the middle of the table. Uh, how is Ralph doing? Oh, good, thanks, sir. Busy as always. He was a little disappointed not to be invited tonight, actually. I just wanted some time with you and your brother. I presume Patrick won't be bringing Scarlet then? No, uh, like I told you, it's just the four of us tonight. Hello, Mum, Elizabeth said, turning round as Madeline returned to the room, carrying a bottle of wine. Hello, darling, you're looking lovely, Madeline said, kissing her daughter on the cheek. How was the town planning meeting today? Oh, don't get me started. I've a good mind to run for the council next year if they don't start paying more attention to the local community. As for that MP of ours, nowhere to be seen. Arthur laughed, but he knew nothing would stop Madeline once she'd set her mind on it. After retiring, she'd been approached to join every possible organisation and committee. He was still in awe of how she found the time to juggle all her commitments. This town would be bloody lucky to have you, Elizabeth said, as a second car pulled into the driveway. Here's Patrick, only twenty-five minutes late. He's making progress. It was almost time. He'd wait until after dessert. That's what he and Madeline had discussed and agreed upon. Perhaps they'd react better on full stomachs. Evening all, Patrick said, striding into the dining room. He threw his jacket over the back of the chair closest to him. Before you say anything, Lizzie, I got caught up in traffic. You're here and that's the most important thing, Madeline said. as She gave her son a kiss on the cheek. Lizzie, could you please come and give me a hand in the kitchen? Patrick sat himself down on the vacated seat beside his father. Arthur couldn't help but notice how tired he looked, but he wasn't going to bring it up. After the breakdown of a previous relationship and the death of his best friend, his son had turned to alcohol. It was only when Madeline had reached breaking point and begged him that he had agreed to go to a rehab facility. With his life now back on track, Patrick had thrown himself into work, following Arthur's retirement. So, what's going on? I figured it must be bad when you said I couldn't bring Scarlet. How are things with you two? Oh, you know what? Things are great. I really think she could be the one, Dad. Arthur smiled. Seeing Patrick happy after the last few years meant the world to him. Well, you know what you need to do then, son. She's a special lady. Don't let a day go by where you don't make her feel that. Elizabeth reappeared, carrying bowls of food. If you'd got two working legs, you could actually come and help, Patrick. I'm on my way. No need for the sarcasm, Patrick said, before turning back to father. I'll never understand how she got two men to propose to her. Arthur tried to join in the chat and laughter as much as he could throughout the dinner. Every so often he felt Madeline's bright green eyes on him from across the table. 
They were still filled with the same energy they had been when he first looked into them over fifty years earlier. Her freshly layered, snowy white hair framed her delicate features. You're on another planet, Daddy. Do you want to top up? Go on, then. Why not? Elizabeth stretched across and filled his glass. There's so much depth to the flavour in this one. Madeline gave her glass a little shake. It's a little rich for me, she says, after almost half a bottle. <laughs> Arthur laughed loudly. It felt good to momentarily forget, even if it was fleeting. Patrick was slouched in his chair, one hand resting on his stomach. He had put on a little weight over the summer, which he was quick to put down to Scarlet's good home cooking. Mum, dinner was amazing. We have to do this more often, if you're going to spoil us like this. Forget more often. I want to know what's going on and why we're here tonight, Elizabeth said before taking another sip from her almost empty glass. I know you, pair. There's something. I've seen those glances at each other. You're right, Arthur said, prompting all three heads to turn in his direction. There's a reason we asked you to come here tonight. Madeline reached across and held her hand out. Arthur took it, and their fingers knitted together. He squeezed it tightly. Is something wrong? Elizabeth said. The mood in the room had shifted. Arthur hated hearing the sudden sense of panic in his daughter's voice. He felt Madeline's wedding ring press into his finger as she gripped his hand even tighter. Is Davina McCall about to arrive with our long-lost brother? Shut up, Patrick, Elizabeth hissed. Daddy, please, what's going on? Arthur took a deep breath. Your mother and I will always love each other very much. But we are not together anymore, and it's not because we don't still love each other very much. Arthur paused. His next few words would change everything. There was no stopping now as his two children stared back at him, their eyes wide with anticipation. He closed his eyes and allowed the words to finally leave his mouth. The truth is, I'm gay. <laughs>